Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go Here we go Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go This is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? It's the uh, this is the beginning of what I think we're going to call the Snow White Odyssey. Mm. I didn't see this coming, but here we are. None of us did. None of us did. But these are the unusual times that we're living in. Uh, so it's the Snow so White Odyssey. Fucking, fucking deal with it, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know how far like we'll get it through it. I watched about. I probably watched about nearly half of the film. So we're not going to get through through the whole thing in this episode. Okay. What bit? What bit did you get to? Well, I got. I got to the bit where um, I basically got to the bit where the dwarfs came came home um, <laughs> and wondered what the fuck was going on. And they, they, uh, armed with pickaxes. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. What's this? Yeah, but we'll get to that. You know, let's let's do it chronologically. Right. Let's start okay. at the beginning. Um, right. First of all, there's a. I mean, the intro scene is mm. beautiful. There's a little message there from Walt Disney himself. He oh, thanks yeah. his, his staff for it's their wonderful. loyalty yeah. during the making of the film. Which is a bit yeah, yeah. Because don't forget, this was his first feature film. It was, and I and I think it's the most beautiful look. I mean, aside from that, I think it's all round the best of a Disney film. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been bettered because it's so funny, right? And mad. I mean, they're all pretty mad and weird. The shit that goes down in all of them, um, you know, is definitely worth. They're all worth deep diving. But we're not going to, are we? Are we? No, are we? Definitely, Maybe. definitely not. There is a Disney podcast, which um, since I and and the people who host it are listeners to this show. Really, strangely. not the most obvious, obvious overlap. But having no. said that, here we are. We're doing a Disney deep dive. So hello whatever. there, if you're listening. And uh, yeah, they got in touch after I, you know, enthused about the Disney canon, mm. and they've invited me on as a guest. Oh, so what about that? Remotely, just need, I hope. To, do, just need to do some due diligence. No, at Disneyland. So they're flying me to Florida this week, so the flights are super cheap, and I will be doing a a broadcast from <laughs> oh Disneyland. But the good thing is, is that I will have the run of the place. Yeah, like when Michael Jackson used to shut places down just to go in by himself. Do you know something? This is an amazing thing that I've mm. never mentioned before. I have actually had every child's dream of having access to a theme park when it was closed wow. to the public. And it happened when I went to uh, Den to to Denmark about eight years ago. Did you just break in, just go through the fence at like nine pm? 
I was I was doing travel writing for the um, oh. Guardian or Observer. Can't remember Ooh, which. You know. uh, remember, like this Steve is Coogan. in. This is in the aftermath. It was like that. Because wait, in the aftermath, right, of my historic and seminal guide to Lake Como, <laughs> yes, which course. has been covered extensively on this podcast. Can right? I just? Can I just say? Can I just say? I, I've, last week I watched the latest series of the trip with Steve Coogan and yeah. Rob Bright. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Would have been much yeah. better if we'd been doing it though. <laughs> well to be fair our floor is we can't do impressions and i was watching i was watching i was watching a, an episode of it last night and it's the one where they're doing marathon man yes with Lawrence olivier and dustin hoffman and it is fucking funny i mean to be honest all of those shows i've liked but really you're watching them just for the bits where they do yeah the impressions and it's it's so frustrating because sometimes they hint at they're about to do an impression and they mm. start going into it and then they stop and they're almost like teasing you with it because obviously they want the show to be about much more than simply two famous comedians doing their repertoire yeah. of imp- impersonations <laughs> but unfortunately i'm sorry michael winterbottom rob bryden and steve coogan all three of you are massive geniuses but I really do wish it was just you, you just having a lovely meal in the sunshine mm. doing michael kane impressions yeah Anyway. The funniest ever, I can't remember which one, it, whether it was Italy or Spain, where they were trying to both be a Bond villain, but trying to out-compete each other. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway. Anyway, yeah, Denmark. So, so uh, in the aftermath of the legendary Lake Como piece, in which I saved um, a pizzeria, mm-hmm. um, and also witnessed a plane crash into a lake, you did. amongst other things, and made an enemy of... <laughs> of a Balkan war veteran called Igor, mm-hmm. right? They wanted, they were hungry for more. So Where can we send they, him next? They said, right, got any ideas? I said, as a, as a matter of fact, I do. My best mate, Oli, who is half Swedish, he um, goes to this tiny little obscure island called Anholt, which is exactly halfway between Denmark and Sweden in a small sea called the Katarat Sea, right? Mm. And um, and it's tiny, obscure Scandinavian island. I think it belongs to Denmark, but it is frequented in the summer by both Swedes and Danes. And it is one of the most amazing places I've ever been to because it has cars aren't allowed. So the whole inland is just woodland, forest, not at all unlike the Snow White forest that she gets lost in in this movie. Yeah. Very similar. And then all around the outer rim is just beach miles and miles of beach beautiful wide sandy beaches untouched right the most untouched place that you could i mean you know in europe in terms of europe it's one of the most untouched places you can go to they sent you there right they sent me there Mm. right well they i mean basically they said we want you to do more stories what have you got and my mate had been telling me about this island for years because him and his family had been going there for years right and i thought well no cunts heard of this place i'll pitch it and then I'll ruin it because suddenly <laughs> hordes of hordes of British middle class Guardian readers will turn up. Because right? everyone will listen to Britain's top journalist Sam Delaney. Yeah, act upon so, his words. So they uh, they said, "All right, yeah, great, go." And I took my mate Ollie with me because he he knew his way round. Near the right? other land, yeah. He's he's not a journalist or anything, but he said, "I'll come along." He's um 
a filmmaker. Mm. And so he said, I'll come along and I'll film it. And, you know, then we can chuck them the video to put online for free. And I said, great. So he, so he came along and what we had to do was we had to fly first thing in the morning on a right budget flight from Stansted to uh, Denmark, uh, I think a place called Allsborg in Denmark. And we were being um, ferried from there to the island courtesy of the Danish tourist board, mm. right? So they picked us up at the airport and drove us like 20 miles to the port where we were catching a boat which took four hours to get out to this island, right? Yeah. And it was really early. We'd been up since like 3 a.m. And we were really tired and not in a good mood. And the But the Danish travel person, like tourism person, was really, really kind of enthusiastic to have us there and upbeat and giving us all the hard sell on various different aspects of Danish tourism. And they're driving us along. And then they put... And, I'm, and we're both thinking, fucking hell. All I want to do is get to this on this ferry, have a cup of tea something to eat and then fall asleep mm. until we get to this island and suddenly she's pulled in to a fucking massive theme park and I go whoa whoa what's this it's still <laughs> like 8am and she goes this is the most famous th- theme, park, theme park in Denmark right Jutland is the name of the region spelt Jutland yeah right? heard of it yeah and, and I go right and she goes it's very famous we're really proud of it we believe it to be the best theme park in Europe and great news it's closed at the moment, but we can go in and you can have a look about, right? Well, we should, in on reflection, we should have been... I mean, this is years ago, so I was hungover. And I was like, on reflection, I should have been, wow, dream come true. I think nowadays, I would be extremely enthusiastic, no mm. matter at what time I'd got up in the morning. Of course. But then I was just like, fuck this right and she's going yes you will love it and we're going oh well maybe we could do this on the way back we're coming back in a few days no no i've arranged it especially today i'm thinking fucking hell you could have told us so we get in and i gotta admit it is an amazing theme park because it's danish because it's danish there's they they have um it's very beautiful and there's lots of greenery and everything's made of wood Right, and it's not—it's not kind of—it's like a more stylish and kind of down-to-earth Disneyland, mm. right? But they still have good white knuckle rides. So we had to go on a few rides. No one else there. Fucking me, no queue. My mate, my best mate, the woman from the tourist board, and a couple of operatives who worked at the theme park, right? But we—you can imagine—we're going on a roller coaster at like nine a.m. with hardly any sleep. The operatives had they been dragged along especially to serve your needs, or did they live in the I theme assume park? So. Do they, do they like live been, in a little hut within the, within the grounds? I, I don't know. I didn't Should ask. I mean, this is the arrogance in those days. Yeah, this is one of the many reasons that I feel I'm a much better person since I stopped drinking. <laughs> the arrogance. I was just yeah. like, I don't know who these people are and neither do I care. In fact, if anything, I'm absolutely fuming that I'm being made <clears> to go on a tour of this theme park when all I want to do is go and sleep off my hangover <laughs> on a luxury boat. Right. <laughs> The, but the funniest thing that happened after that, so we left eventually and we were really green around the gills because we'd been on these roller fucking coasters um, out of politeness. And then when we got to the ferry place, the dock, they go, right, um, I thought, right, hopefully they'll fuck off now. And they said, your ferry's not for two hours. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, well, maybe we'll just have a sit down. They said, no, there are plenty of things to see here at the port that we have arranged for you. And I thought, fuck this. Not more fucking tourism. <laughs> so, so I said, oh, I've just got, a, I'll be back in a sec. 
I've just got to go up the road there and uh, buy some seasickness pills because I'm a bit worried about the journey, right? <laughs> this was bollocks. I just wanted to, like, have a get away from them. So I walk up the road <laughs> and I, I, I found the fisherman's shop and I, I actually bought a nice Danish fisherman's raincoat <clears> there. But anyway, I killed about an hour. When I came back, I was hoping the coast was clear. It was not clear, right? I found them. My mate Ollie, who, by the way, was not getting paid for this, had no reason to be there, was really there out of the kindness of his, of his heart. He said he'd come along with me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, to be nice and show me around and introduce me to the locals. And um, he was there as a favour to me. And when I got there, I had left him with these with the people from the tourist board. And I saw him. I, he, I was saying, where are you? Where are you? He's going, come upstairs. I can't, it was in an aquarium. Turns out they've got a big aquarium down at this port, right? <laughs> and they had arranged, right, there was a massive tank <laughs> with sharks in it, right? <laughs> and when I came upstairs, he was stood there and he had never looked so angry with me in his life. His face was green and he was stood there wearing a chainmail glove, a mitt, right? <laughs> With a bucket next to him of chump, chump. right? Hey. Chump, right? Yeah. And basically, did it have chump written on the bucket? Chump. Yeah, he, he, the only, he was like, the only fucking chump round here is me. I feel all right. I wish I'd never come. He was so angry, right? Because cause I'd fucked off. I'd left him in the lurch. I'd said I'd be back in five minutes. And they had arranged. Again, why did they make all these things a surprise? Why didn't they just tell us in advance? They'd arranged as a special surprise. It was like one long Jim or Fix It episode, right? <laughs> They'd, they'd, they'd arranged, right, for me, Sam Delaney, right, to feed some fucking sharks in a massive shark tank, right? And he goes, they were, he goes, they were mainly little ones, so they're small and medium-sized sharks, not like your big fucking Sir John Jaws-style sharks, right? But nevertheless, he said, shark, once they shark, get a whiff, once they get a whiff of the chump, yeah. right, he went, he went, where have you been, you cunt? I went, I've been up the road. I bought this nice raincoat. I'd come sliding back in in a raincoat. I'd Look at this, mate. It was only 50 euros. Oi, Fucking oi. brilliant, this. Look at this. Got myself some new clubber, ain't I? What are you doing with that silly glove on, mate? The bucket hey? of chump. What are you doing with that chump, you bloody idiot? Right? And he goes, you fucking cunt. They made me feed, feed these sharks. And I'm going to him. Like, the thing is, my mate, he is... He is um, he is polite to a fault, right? Mm. He is so polite, right, that he will... He, he gets himself into the most awkward situations because he never wants to upset anyone or draw attention to himself. Mm. So when they've said, well, they kept saying to him, where, where is Sam? When is he coming back? We have arranged for him to feed the sharks. And he goes, I don't know, he'll be back soon. He's texting me and I'm just <laughs> like, I've got my phone off. And in the end, they've gone, oh, well, perhaps you could feed the sharks. And rather than him going... Which he would well win his rights to. Fuck that. I'm, a, I'm only here as a favour to that con. I've got nothing to do with this. I'm not a journalist. Forget it. He's gone, oh, all right. And he's pulled it. They, they made him pull on the chainmail club. And I said, you've had the sharks. What, you were just chucking it in? And he went, yeah. And I said, so why do you have to wear the glove? You're not in there with him. He goes, because as soon as they catch whiff of it, he goes, he said to me, I remember what he said. He said, have you ever seen an actual feeding frenzy? And I went, well, I don't know. And he goes, do you know where that phrase is from, feeding frenzy? He goes, it's an actual thing. It's not a euphemism. He goes, the sharks go into a fucking frenzy. And I said, 
What do you mean? And he explained it to me, but I I was gutted I'd missed it because mm. he said they just start swimming in like insane circles mm. and the water starts going fucking mad like a jacuzzi that's out of control, mm. right? And he goes, and then they're fucking jumping out and snapping. So when he holds his hand over with the chump to drop mm. it, there's fucking little sharks jumping out Good and grabbing arm. hold with their jaws of his arm. Fucking hell. And he doesn't like animals. I mean, no one likes sharks, right? But it, particularly bad from this is not his scene at all. There would be no element. I mean, if it was me or you, we'd at least have a, a little element of sort of. Oh, this is quite interesting. I'll have a go. At I'm this. seeing. I'm. I'm seeing some sharks, yeah. and uh, this is an interesting I- incident, right? Yeah. I could imagine you thinking that, and I'd probably have thought that. But Definitely. no, he's just like I've got no fucking interest yeah. in aquariums. <laughs> I hate aquariums. I hate fish. I hate sharks. I hate chainmail gloves. Fuck this, right? They were f- he was fucking furious. And on the whole ferry journey from Jutland over to Anhalt, he didn't talk to me. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. I'm pretty sure they'll have brought out the bucket of chump first and say, would you like to feed these sharks? They'll have gone, oh, yeah, not okay, particularly. Then. And, then, and then, then the chainmail glove comes out. Oh, you'll need this. <laughs> <laughs> what? Went, Fuck off. Because they may eat your whole fucking arm, you cunt. Say, <laughs> wait, son, you've signed the form. Put the fucking glove on. <laughs> it was the way... He said since it was the way that I swan back in really pleased with my raincoat that that tipped him over the edge to not talk to me on a four-hour ferry journey. <laughs> do we um, do we need to continue with this or should we do some Snow White? No, that's it. That's done. I can't even remember how we got that's onto it. it. But, it was um, Walt Disney, wasn't it, in theme parks? Oh, yeah, theme think, parks. Maybe. Yeah, so anyway, uh, it's a great film, and it, the animation is beautiful. Don't you think there's a richness to the illustrations and the colours here, mate? <clears throat> yeah, it was pioneering, wasn't it? Mm. And so I see there's a little message from Walt Disney at the beginning, which thanks all of his, his, his staff for, the, for their loyalty, among other things. I don't know whether they were, like, lured away from other animators to, to work on other things, but yeah. they stuck with them. Some of the names are lovely that are on the credits as yeah. well. I've, I've took, took a note of some of them. Purse Pierce. Uh, Dick Rickard, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Web Smith, yes. which is you know kind of like someone now who would who would possibly work on a website. Uh, Terrell Stapp. I am a Web Smith. 
Yeah, I have the local websmith. If you have any internet needs, come and see me Squarespace, in my office. Squarespace describe themselves as websmiths, don't they? Websmiths are Websmiths to the do. stars. I bet they fucking do. So we had Terrell Stapp, uh, Claude Courts, Grim Natwick. Oh. What a name that is. Grim Natwick. Where's fucking Grim? Fucking And hell. finally, Stan Quackenbrush. Hey, where's that cunt quacking brush? This is Walt Disney. He's not being disloyal again, is he? No, no, no. He's He's a loyal animator. Yeah. He'll be in. Some of them. He's got a couple of days off. He's got a couple of days off. uh, They said paternity leave, something like that. Fuck that. Hey. He'll be back. One thing that I want from all of you cunts, all you animators, is pure loyalty. And that (coughs) what I mean by that is, of course I don't want you going off working for fucking Warner Brothers or anything like that, but I don't even want you drawing at home behind me back. <laughs> I don't even want you doing little, like, flip books to amuse your leisure kids. Leisure drawings. No, no leisure <laughs> drawing. If you've got any drawing inside of you, save it for work, right? Keep your, keep your energies for me, Keep your, for dra- Disney. your drawing hands fit and healthy. You saw what I did to Grim Natwick. I'll do it to you. <laughs> so, uh, and then it begins... Um, it begins with the, the Queen, the Wicked Stepmother, and uh, a bit of interaction with the mirror. It, it yeah. tells us, of course, what it's all about, that the uh, the Queen has got the mirror, and she says, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of them all, and, of course, it always says her. But we, we cut through all that bit where one day it doesn't say her, and this is that moment that we see first, isn't it? And it tells the, the mirror, which has got a face for some fucking reason. You'd think the mirror's well, face a, would be her face. It's a magic mirror. <clears throat> well, why has it got a face? Yeah, it's not really a it's mirror a at mirror. all, is it? It's not no. a mirror at all. It's a hologram. <clears throat> they think, yeah, they think it's because the mirror's looking at her and therefore it's the best person to like, yeah. work out who the most beautiful is. I understand is. that, but then she, she's a fucking idiot then for taking notice Also, of it's only her mirror. So this cunt doesn't get to look at anyone else's face. So how the fuck mm, does he know? True. He can only declare yeah. her the most beautiful and the, <clears throat> the fairest of them all if he's had a good look at every other bastard. And he's not had a look asleep? at anyone. <clears throat> Do you reckon when she's asleep, he wheels himself round and looks at other people? Yeah. Or has he got some kind of, I don't know, wireless feed coming in? Is there a network of other mirrors? What it is, is there's a load of other mirrors, right? And we're all connected. So we all share images during our downtime. Mm. During, when, the, when the humans are asleep. We share images with one another. Info. Yeah. Intel. We crunch the numbers. We do the data, right? And then <laughs> we all come to it. It's very much like a, a GP surgery. At the end of We've each day, all the GPs get together and they discuss any complex cases and they come to a communal <laughs> conclusion. That's like us. But like we, we have one specialism, and that is fairness, as in who is yeah. the fairest of them all. And yeah. and. Day after day after day, it's usually my owner, right? Who is the, yeah? Who who the goes boss, the who goes by the name of Queen slash Wicked Stepmother, um, yeah. and she I tell you she's fucking nuts, right? Yeah, <laughs> but you can't knock her looks; she's gorgeous. Uh, t- we've got to point out as well. We've always got to point out that when we say fairest, we mean prettiest, bonniest. Yeah, we don't mean equitable because one or two of the slower mirrors. <laughs> They're not quite sure what it's about, and they keep suggesting people who are, you know, more fair. And and, and I, I tell you, there's an irony in that misunderstanding as well, because the Queen, my one, she is, like I say, she's very fair, 
in the aesthetic sense. But spiritually, mm. she's about the most unfair bastard you could ever meet in your life. She's horrible. She is an horrible person. And I, and I say that <laughs> as someone who probably is classed as a friend, right? But she is <laughs> plain nasty. <laughs> but I'm doing my job and I've got to just go off what I see. I can't go off, you know, internal characteristics. <laughs> That's, uh, not That's not nope, for me to I'm comment on. That's not for me to comment on. I mean, I'm chewing the cud here with you. We're having a chinwag, aren't we? A natter. So that's fine. Yeah. But in a professional sense, no, not my business. I'm, I'm skin deep only. Yeah. Which is a shame because she is, as I say, fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but she is right so, from the get-go. That, I mean, there's a lot of things I like about this film, but probably my favourite thing is the raw and unfocused insanity of the Queen. <laughs> Yeah. Which is established in the opening scene. Yeah, they'll fuck it's the boat, straight they? away. It's like they, that's what makes it so good as a film. It's straight away what they're saying is mm. right. This film is about a completely mad cunt, right? Yeah, <laughs> she is fucking yeah. mad. She wakes up every day, right, and all she gives a fuck about is whether she's prettier <laughs> than everyone else, right? Yeah. Especially her child like adolescent stepdaughter, mm. right? She is so obsessed with this that she flies into mad, violent rages and constantly consults a mirror, which she believes to possess magical powers. But she is just fucking... It's like the best baddies in all films and cartoons are always the ones where you can't quite work out why they're so angry and cruel, like skeletal. Yeah, exactly. And that's what she's like. She is completely insane. If I was a queen... I would be so fucking chilled out. It would be unbelievable. Yeah, because you've got because no you've worries. Got everything, got no worries. You've got staff. You've got everything to hand. You haven't got to pay the bills. No bills, you just no go money around queening all day long, don't you? No money worries at all. Just lo- lo- low-level queening all day long. If I was queen, I would be playing FIFA manager career mode. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I would probably, clock. I'd probably quadruple my hours. At the moment, yeah. Uh, we're in isolation and I'm trying to limit it to two hours at the end of the afternoon. <clears throat> but if right. I was a queen, I'd be, I'd be 12 hours. Su- I'd be up. I'd do a two hours before breakfast. Then I'd have breakfast and then I'd just fucking roll through till bedtime. Yeah. I yes. don't know. I don't know if queen Elizabeth's in, into FIFA or not, but she wants to fight. I mean, I can imagine she, she's she a nightmare. Abortion, I can imagine she's a nightmare to buy. Christmas and birthday presents for because mm. it's the old classic what you get for the woman who's got everything. The woman who gets everything. Well, but with FIFA, it's a new one every year, isn't it? So you exactly. just get the new one every year. Oh, yeah. it's the new one. Great. <coughs> oh, have they updated it? Oh, do they have the, the players who were signed on deadline day because sometimes it's not fully up to date? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I believe they do. I've been reading the forums and I'm led to believe there are a lot of glitches so far in this one. <laughs> and people are saying that the controls are a lot harder than in FIFA 19. Mikael, what do you know about this, footman? Mikel Antonio's only 79. Do these cunts watch football? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> have you seen this? You, footman, have you seen this? Mikel Antonio's 79. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah, quite, ma'am. Can you get them on the phone? I want to speak to whoever it is who makes these fucking decisions. How Can I get I suppose, a special one? How am I supposed to get West Ham into the Europa League? <laughs> Would they under-fucking-rated all of our players? 
Why can't they get me a special one that is, that is designed to my own specifications and numbers for player ratings? I'll write them out. You send them off and get FIFA to do it for me. Fetch me my quill. Right. Mm. I'll start with the A's. <laughs> Aaron Ramsey. 82. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then the, the mirror tells her that the Queen is the uh, isn't the prettiest, and Snow White is <laughs> bad news. Uh, and she's fucking bad news. Living. I'm afraid <laughs> you're not going to like this at all. <laughs> but you've asked me a straight yeah, question. Is, I'm going to give you a straight answer. That's my yeah. job. <laughs> I can't lie. I'm not a lying mirror. <laughs> uh, so then it, it tells. The queen that Snow White's the prettiest, and she's fucking livid. She as flies. Expect. She flies it. Okay, so this is one of my first favourite quotes in it because he mm. goes, "Alas, there is one fairer than thee." He says something along the lines of, "Tis true, your beauty is renowned through the land, but alas, he, he tries to soften the blood, doesn't yeah, he?" A he does bit. that. that, yeah. that, that. <laughs> Yeah, first of all, what I want to say up front, right? You're a smashing woman. You really are. You are a handsome woman, right? And everyone (laughs) says so. Every cunt knows it, right? Even if you weren't the queen. Everyone would fancy you. There's not a knave in the kingdom who ain't not one out over you at some point or another. But, and I'm afraid, yes, there is If I had hands, (laughs) if I had hands and and, and a cock, I would do it. Unfortunately, no. I've been cursed just with two-dimensional reflective glass. Of my <laughs> being, <laughs> which is it's impossible to masturbate with. <laughs> Believe me, I have tried. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Back to let's get back to the subject in hand, the matter in hand, and here it is. Right, you are beautiful, but I'm afraid to say, and it that you know it gives me no pleasure whatsoever. Do get on with it, mirror. <laughs> Spit right. it out! You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm rambling here. How shall I put it? Now he goes, Alas, there is one fairer than thee. And she goes, This is one of my favourite bits. She goes, She's fucking, Fuming straight here. She goes, Reveal, reveal her name. Right? Which is a hilarious <laughs> thing to say back to the mirror. Yeah. Reveal her name. And then he gets a bit cryptic at this point. Yeah. He goes, Well, uh, he goes <laughs> he goes like this skin white as snow lips red as the rose and she goes and ah. that and she goes ah, snow white like that straight away she fucking I, got, I fucking knew it I got it in one <laughs> she says something like she goes like this she goes alas for her right mm. that's what she fucking uh now, these were the 1930s where I think sexism and misogyny were certainly more prevalent. And I Everywhere. think it's a trope of the misogynist to uh, characterise all women as secretly backstabbing haters who, who who despise all other women or see all mm. other women as direct competitors, usually on the basis of their looks. So you'll hear yep. sexist people go, oh, as soon as a woman walks in the room, she scans it to see, you know, how many women in there are more or less beautiful than she is, mm. which is, to my mind, bullshit. And but, but 
in those days, I think that that trope was probably more prevalent than today. And I think that that is something that is being expressed through Walt Disney's whole idea for this. Because he's like, there's Mm. this woman and she's all powerful, but all she cares about, uh, all that matters to her, because she's superficial like all women, is um, that she is more beautiful than the other women around her. And she flies into a frenzy of rage. I think he's sort of trying to imply that all women are like that. Anyway, he goes, she goes, alas for her, doesn't she? And then you know, right, just got off to a fucking exhilarating start this film. Straight away, no preamble. Yeah. Listen, a mirror tells a, a mad queen that her stepdaughter's more beautiful than her. Bang, she's furious <clears throat> she wants her dead. I mean, it's not it's not Walt Disney's fault because it was written by... Uh, the the Grimm brothers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, they were sexist Grimm, as the well, Grimm weren't twins. they? Yeah, but that was like the 1850s or something, wasn't it? So, you know, that was... That's what you expect from them cunts. Yeah, well, he's fucking it, Grimm's. He's, he's propagating it. He is, but, you know, it's a good story, though, isn't it? It is a good story, yeah. The money to be made in it. I mean, that, I'll stop you there because that's episode one. Oh. <laughs> we've, got, we've, got, we've got three minutes into the film, yeah. if that... Well, Which, uh, I think that my, kind of what I hoped for. my story about Denmark and the um, feeding frenzy yeah. was well worth it. Well worth oh, the time. Definitely. Tangent. I mean, that yeah. took up half of it, but, yeah, you know, well worth it, as you say. story. So that's the beginning of the Snow White Odyssey, and we'll see where it leads to. Um, and we'll be back next week with part two. Yeah, until then. TTFN, stay safe. Just rest, and remember, don't fear love. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.